Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business. Only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Ryan, if you're a business owner, what kind of mascots will you be thinking of creating? Wow, that's a tough one. I would go with the roundest and cutest one I can think of. Probably bright colours as well. You know, something that can appeal to as many people, especially kids. That's right. I mean, I would do the same bright colours, yellow or red or something huggable, I think. <laughs> I guess there's a science behind it and maybe a bit of art as well. How do you create the perfect mascot? Well, not only businesses, but sports and government agencies also need mascots to help get their brand messages hmm. across to their audience. Well, our guest today on Minor Business is just in the right business of mascots. <laughs> so he is one of the key players in creating mascots for events like National Day Parades, the Chingay Parade for nearly a decade. How did they pull through the pandemic when events were cancelled? And with the digital world that we live in today, is there still a demand for physical mascots? Let's find out from Sunny Neo, General Manager of Mascot Enterprise, who has brought a special friend with him to our studio today. Hello, guys. Hello. Morning. Good morning. You um, brought along a special summon, Sunny. Yes. So, what's going on here? Yeah, this is Danny. Um, so, he represents NNI Fund, the National Neuroscience Institute. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's the ambassador to represent their effort to make neurological conditions more approachable and personable, right? Because uh, the national neuroscience is always something very complex. Yeah, so yeah. I'm going to try my best to describe it. So this mascot is bright yellow. It's got funny parts coming out of it. How do you conceptualize a mascot? Help us to describe it. Am I doing a good job enough? How do you <laughs> no, I, decide I what... neuro endings. Yes. Uh, on top of the head. You got it right, Lynn. Yeah. So, um, so these are dendrites. So that's how, you know, a neuron would look like. Ah. Right, so hence uh, it represents NNI. Yeah, so um, creating characters is really fun. And what's very key is you want to create a character that represents your organization. You want it to be first degree, right? Mm-hmm. So that people can understand and catch on right away. Right, right. Yeah. It's got a message visually. Yes. Um, Colours-wise, do you go for a specific logo theme going on here? Yeah, so um, usually we work with a brand guide. Companies typically have a corporate colours mm-hmm. and usually they want that to really stand out. So, Are there popular colours that you know, make the mascot um, artwork? I would say creative colours really stand out. Mm. Yellow is one of them. Mm-hmm. Orange, green, um, okay. you know, like just all the big uh, e-commerce companies. <laughs> okay, yeah. uh, before uh, Ryan started introducing Danny, I wanted to find out from you, what's your favourite mascot? Wow, it's really hard to choose, but we have our own, very own puffy character that represents our own mascot. Oh. Uh, he couldn't come today, you know, he's ah. on MC. Right, but um, what's so special about this one? Yeah, so Puffy represents the ideology of you know mascots just being really huggable, really cute, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, for Puffy he he has spectacles, so you know that gives ah, him a okay. very you know geeky and technical look. 
that helps in you know creating mascots for our clients. Oh. Yes, and so uh, that's your company mascot. Yes, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, okay. but he's he's a bit larger than life, so I think he might have some difficulties coming to the studio today. <laughs> so hence, uh, Danny came by today. Ah, thanks for coming, guys. <laughs> now, I'm just wondering as well, right? You've been in the business for over ten years, and this is something you've actually grown up with to some extent. So, have you seen these mascots evolve in some sense? You no, know, have they gotten more complex materials-wise? No, have they changed? Yes, good question. When I was young, I think that's easily 20 over years <laughs> ago. Wow. And mascots were not as cute as you would be today, I would say. You know, the consumer's understanding of cuteness has evolved, ah. right? And then... Um, so the eyes are bigger, things yeah. are rounder, yeah. so better. You, so you have clients say, hey, you know, we want a Japanese style or... You know, we just want a more westernized style. And then, like, in terms of evolving, you know, like, mascots that we create can even blink their eyes, mm. uh, even change their expression. And that is, uh, you know, how we are innovating, uh, you know, how mascots can change the world today. So how long does it take to make a mascot? Right. The lead time typically would range from about six weeks to eight weeks. Mm. Uh, it depends on how complex your character is. But naturally, in the events industry, uh, we have to churn out mascots sometimes in just uh, two to three weeks, uh, which uh, of course, we of course. hope not to do. <laughs> events <laughs> always high turn up, quick turnaround, right? Yes, that's right. And talk about events, of course, with COVID-19, we had a lot of events being shelved. I'm sure that hit you guys hard. How hard was it for you guys to stay afloat? Yes, it was a very defining moment, I would say. Um, but thankfully, we managed to pivot towards the FMB hospitality, and even the FMCG sector. So we pitched to them in creating characters, you know, especially in a very competitive environment. Uh, mascots will help to really differentiate your brand and consumers can link you know, that character to your brand and it helps organization or companies stand out, right? So for F&B brands, they basically had an alternate stream of income, mm. right? So we created characters for them. Uh, it was one way where they could attract kids, families. Mm. And on top of that, we also create plush toys, mm. um, which also serve as a marketing and alternate revenue stream for them. I'm very sure many of our Money FM listeners would want to know this next question. How much does it cost? So give us uh, an idea of how much it will cost to you know, want to create a mascot like Denny. Right. So there, there is a range you know, of varying qualities, but typically it starts from you know, the low few thousand dollars. And then it could even be more than five-digit figures if you want to go into the licensing sector. Oh, right. like theme park mm. mascots in the US could easily cost more than 15,000 US. Yeah, I'm thinking if I'm a business, hey, I want a mascot. And I'm thinking, hey, if I'm Money FM, what would you propose to me? What would be that mascot look like? Would it be a guy? Would it be a creature? What color would it be? Well, actually, this is something we've been thinking about. Um, you know, in other countries for elections... They actually create characters that look like the host or the guest. I, I would propose creating a character that a, a caricature version of right, yourself, right? Right, right. That might scare some people. <laughs> okay, Sunny, what would you like to see more being done to support a niche business like yours? Yeah, so um, you know, with all the recessions looming mm. ahead, mm. we do see budgets being cut and all. Um, what would be nice is understanding, you know, in our craft, you know, material costs are rising, mm. you know, and we have to increase 
the pay of our talents in our organization. So having catered enough budget would be nice. Having more social community, you know, in the world of mascots would be really nice. And hence, you know, we've been creating a lot of mascots for non-profitable mm. organizations and to help them further their costs. Yeah, we're joining Sonny Neal. He is the general manager for Mascot Enterprise. Now, the pandemic has really quickened the pace of digitalization for many businesses. How do you see your company playing a part in this equation? Because you need to be physically in many places, but things are going more digital. You've got a metaverse and people are on Instagram. How do you fit into this future? Yes, this is a good one. So during COVID, we had a really, really intense session of brainstorming. Um, You know, events were cut and then basically we had to present a digital solution to clients. Mm. Yeah, so basically they need both kind of experience. And in this digital era, physical experience becomes more valuable. You know, it's something that people yearn for and, you know, it helps to really build an emotional connection with your audience, in fact. You were telling us before the the interview started that you grew up with mascots and even had a mascot-themed wedding. Tell us more. Right. Um, that was just last year. Um, phew, it's over. <laughs> so basically, we um, had all our guests dressed up. So we sponsored that. And then it was... We, we just... Me and my wife, we just wanted all our guests to have fun. You know, dressing up. So just all the pictures... And of course, we. My wife loves playing mahjong, okay. so I came in the uh, god of gambler outfit. While oh, she came okay. in as a mahjong queen, <laughs> All right. right? So that was one walk-in item, and then the next one was uh, me coming in as Prince Charming and her coming in as a princess. Yep. You said that was only last year during the pandemic. Um. Yes, last year in October, just two three months after when the hotels wedding banquets they opened fully. And that was when we decided to, you know, hey, let's just go ahead so that we could, you know, invite all our guests. Wow, I'm hoping I can get a glimpse of those photos, <laughs> trying to very hard to visualize what it all looked like. And I guess it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out for you in future. So where is the industry heading when it comes to mm. technology, new concepts for mascots? What are people interested in doing and where do you think this is going? Right, so we are actually looking into animatronics. So animatronics is basically the use of servos, um, you know, mechanical engineering. In a sense, people do get confused between robotics and animatronics. Um, so it would be an era whereby you wouldn't have to get people inside a mascot. You know, I mean, I've heard too many times it's hot. It's <laughs> difficult to get in. Or give me an idea. How hot is it? How long can someone stay in one of these suits? Right. So typically the industry guide would be 30 minutes for an indoor event. Um, yes, Danny has been around oh. for a very long time. You're doing a good job, Danny. Um, for an outdoor event, um, you know, just to be safe, we do not want any heat exhaustion to happen, right? Uh, usually, we work around 20 minutes. All right, so yeah. animatronics sounds like a very good idea. How far away are we going when we eventually can replace Danny? So, like, typically in theme parks, you know, the guy that scares us when we sit on a roller ah, coaster. Yes, yes. So those are actually animatronics already, mm. right? So we are also thinking in terms of how we can actually lower the cost of animatronics so that it could be imbued 
you know, in mascots application for any company. Delving into a bit more technical in terms of details, yeah. how does animatronics work? Is it AI? Is it? Tell us more. Right. As a person, you know, there's a lot of uh, cognitive thinking. You know, you have to go up to a kid. You know, you bend down to the kid. You know, you you open up your arms. You know, so that the kid can come in for a hug. Mm-hmm. So basically, robots or maybe we require software like AI to be able to you know interpret all this movement mm-hmm. and how you can actually interact well with the person in front, right? So uh, as of now, I don't think it's that fabulous now, mm-hmm. and you know we we don't have the funds to actually have our own research and development center for AI. Are you so using ChatGPT then? Yeah, yeah. So ChatGPT has definitely come out many times. We are always looking towards the newer tech in terms of how we can imbue those tech into our current services and characters. Mm. All right, Ben Chenning is Sunny Neo. He is the general manager for Mascot Enterprise and of course alongside his, one of his favorite mascots, Danny, Danny, who helps out at the NNI. So if you want to find out more, you can just check out our podcast or also visit Mascot Enterprise. Thank you very much, guys, for coming in. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.